rep yo all my people are you with me bringing notice to the heavenly estate boots tied spiritual flags we wave high for we are the light white for the purity gold for the riches and authority purple representing royalty god's glory and grace provides us with powerful stories testimonies i know you're from around my way by the fruit displayed love that on the body you with feelings of being home no longer do we use force to get to the throne for we have been adopted into the priesthood god still looks at us and says it is exceedingly good every day i'm striving to drive where you're eating I Look, I'm not regular and I ain't no everybody gather round. Ain't no time to clown around. Don't you down, we the town, not the wicked or the, or the chosen people. We gon' get the game tight. We gon' get your mind. You saved if you in the all fake. We gon' win what you think. Never ever say you can't. Bring the diamonds and the rings. We gon' end up kings and queens. We the ones who dominate. We gon' make the world shake. See, my soul is not for sale. This is not a fairy tale. Jesus Christ will never fail. Rain, sea, snow, or hell. Never stop, never to God be. So come on, let me hear you say Come on, praise, come on, come on, get up. You can't stop my praise, come on, why don't you get up? You can't stop come on, praise, come on, come on, get up. You can't stop my praise, come on. God. 
Praise that's Rep Your City Praise Radio right here on Rapture Ready Radio. I'm your humble host, Orlando Presents. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get this ball rolling, man. But major shout out to Doc No, 
with uh, first joint was Can't Stop My Praise. Yes. And then the second one was Praise Him. Uh, we're going to have Mr. and Mrs. Weber right here on the show in just a moment. So let's jump into the scripture of the episode. Uh, it's coming from Proverbs 4, 5, and 6. Get wisdom, get understanding, do not forget my words or turn away from them. Do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. Amen, amen, and amen. Um, <laughs> man, I'm so excited uh, for this show because basically I've had the, you know, Difference Makers 225 podcast on the um we have them on the air on our radio station right here on rapture ready radio and i love their you know their podcast i love what they're speaking on and i just love the fact that they you know they do it together and everything so uh that's something outstanding outstanding so uh to have the opportunity to have both of them you know have mr and mrs weber on the show is a great thing and then i know a lot of people in the baton rouge area you know really respect them and really you know look at them as mentors and things of that nature so just want to see you know what god has been doing within their lives so definitely definitely uh so welcome 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 Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to the live recording or if you're listening to the recording, welcome. Um, right now, all we're doing is is just waiting for, you know, the Webbers to call in, and then we can go ahead and get this party started. So, just want to, you know, ask everybody, how's your day? How's your day? How's your week so far? Uh, we still have two more days, so if you're waiting until Friday to have the weekend off, you still have a couple of more days and uh hey you can grind through it man this is hump day is wednesday so definitely definitely so uh my week has been i say my week has been pretty busy it's it's been busy i had a couple of jobs to do we have a cleaning company so we had a couple of jobs to do that's always good to have work and uh so just looking for more so definitely Anybody in the Kilmarnock area that's listening, hey, send the people our way. You know, check us out. Go to our Facebook page or um, business page. That's KMP Cleaning uh, Events Cleaning. So definitely check us out. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I believe our family is on the line. Hello, 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 Mr. and Mrs. Weber. Hello. <laughs> How are y'all doing? Doing great. Good. Doing great. Doing great. All I'm right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling good. Feeling good, man. I appreciate the support. I appreciate uh, the support, man. I'm just enjoying listening to all that praise music. <laughs> <laughs> no problem at all. No problem at all. I thought I uh I would throw a little surprise in there for you and everything. So uh Yes indeed, yeah, man. You look look, you praise them, then you praise them, then you praise them. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was looking at too when I I was like, man, okay, can't stop my praise and then praise him. Okay, hey, there you go. Let's get right. it. <laughs> Let's get it. That's now, right. 
Now, Mrs. Weber, um, you're lucky. I was looking for any songs or anything from you, so I can surprise you as well. So I guess you're you're not the singer. Uh oh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, I'm just a talker. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. See, um, well, the way that I usually start off the show, I wanted you to, to introduce yourselves and let the folks know who you are and actually what area and what city are you repping. Okay. okay. Um, so basically just a basic introduction, introduce ourselves, tell them, tell them all about who we are, and then you're going to take off from there, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Well, that sounds like a plan. That's pretty simple. <laughs> man, look, I, hey, man, I really, really appreciate what you're doing out there too, man. You're doing some big stuff. I need to be interviewing you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm waiting to, to get the. You, I'm waiting to get that plane ticket, man, to come out there and sit in, sit in your studio. I love your show. Yeah, yeah. I need to. We need to. Uh, think about making that happen because I know it's about time for you to get down here. You got all this stuff happening between you and Rapture Ready, so you know it's a lot going on. And whenever you get ready to make it happen, we need to talk about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm definitely uh, honored and humbled to go ahead and do that. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, because you you got us getting on uh, getting this big interview going on, <laughs> but you know what? You, you, <laughs> you already know where I'm going. You behind the scenes, but you know, Lando Page is making some noise. Right? Hey, right. I'm, I'm a little, right. I'm a little guy. I'm a little guy. It's all, uh, <laughs> it's all Jay Dunn and it's all Jay Dunn and Yule Netter and and Queen and all of them that's making all the noise. BRM. I'm just a little guy behind the scenes. <laughs> well, you know. I, I, I realized something about that. It's never a such thing as a lit guy behind the scenes. The lit guys behind the scenes is <laughs> the one who makes big the big noise. noise. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, one question that I wanted to jump right in, and this is kind of this is just kind of fun, uh, just to show you that I have been li- uh, listening to y- uh, you and your wife's podcast. Um, what's on the refrigerator today? Uh-huh. Okay. I have all kinds. I have scriptures, you know, uh, to motivate me, to encourage me. Yeah, every day. I mean, you have to read. You got so much stuff on that refrigerator. You have to turn your head sideways. <laughs> I'm trying to read some of those notes. <laughs> like my refrigerator messed up. Well, you not know? messed up. It's good stuff, but it's stuff on there. I mean, look, you want you want to get your word in? Go to our refrigerator and stand up there. Man, Amen. Give you a meal. Give you a good meal out of that. Look, it tells about we are masterpiece. So when I walk in that and I open, get ready to open my refrigerator, it shows me that I am a masterpiece. I'm a great work of art. Mm. And so it just encouraged me to get ready to go out and take this world by storm. Right, Amen. right. I need to make a podcast where I film a video about this, this refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> and then tell everybody, look, what we do in our house, we go stand by the refrigerator, and then we come pumped up. <laughs> we leave pumped by the refrigerator. You think we done went out and got, got injected with something, man. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That that's hilarious. I mean, when I was listening to the podcast, one thing about you all's podcast, uh, Difference Makers Two Two Five, is that um, the camaraderie between y'all two. Now, how long did it take for you two to build that unit? 
Oh, well, I, I think it just happened from time. I think on um, first God blessed us to be together. And then, you know, um, our relationship is like that. And so we're not making it up. It's not something that we just coming up with trying to manufacture it. It's just natural. Mm-hmm. Right, because we've been together for 34 years. That's right. That's right. 34 years. Right. And so after that much time, I think, I think we've been together longer than we've been apart. Right, right. Wow. So, so you kind of learn something about somebody at that time. You know, once you be together so long, you, you kind of walk in step a lot. It's a lot of things you do without even knowing it. Right. right. And so I don't, we don't really have to try too hard. Sometimes that just fall into place like that because it's not make-believe. It's not something that we're making up. Amen. And, Amen. and some people might think it's rehearsed, but really we just naturally being ourselves, and that's what comes out. Right, because yeah. that's my best friend. You know, <laughs> mm. uh, marriage is supposed to be that oneness. Right. And this is my best friend. I could talk to him about anything. Mm-hmm. And so, and he does the same thing with me. And so, but the Lord is our mediator. He's uh. our head. You know, and even when we go through some things, because people say, do y'all even fuss? Do y'all get mm. mad at each other? Of course we do. <laughs> of right. course we do. But we stand on what the word says, and we say, you know, the Bible says we cannot go to bed angry. So that means that we got to stay up That's until right. we get this thing together. That's right. Wow. That's right. And then, you know, we don't believe in leaving. So you have to stay in the house. You got to separate. They go to a different room, but you don't have nowhere to go. So eventually... You have to make up and, and and talk because after a while, you realize that, hey, I got to see this person anyway, so I might as well go ahead and say something to them. Right, I get lonely, I, so yeah, I got to go know, back. Loneliness really comes to everybody. You, get, you know, you start feeling it. Right. And so you have to do something anyway. And so that's how we work it out. So, uh, so that means we have a lot of – and then we just look at the refrigerator. Yeah. Mm. Look at that refrigerator. Mm. And read something <laughs> on that refrigerator, and we get our own mind right. Amen, amen. So, what's you the know longest? That everybody likes to eat. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so, saying that, then you don't go to bed angry. What's the longest that you all have stayed up? Not so much just being angry, but just had so much to discuss and get you know get on one accord about. Oh, I mean. I, I can't really go off of time, but I know when you say staying up, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be hey, two, three. <laughs> so I got right. to go to bed before five or six o'clock because if that, I have a way to sleep at all. So I got to go to sleep. So we got we got to get that stuff resolved. So whatever it is, hey, somebody got to pop. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's just get it right because, I mean, really. <laughs> and, you know, I always think about, you know, what if we don't wake up in the morning? Right. You know, so right. it's mm. like, why are we wasting our quality time? Right. You know, yes. we got to get this thing resolved right now because Satan can't come in here. Right. Satan have no place in this home. This is Amen. our sanctuary. So that means that we can't get mad at each other and stay that way. Right. You know, if it's something, and then if it's something that we can't really resolve, what we do is we go to the mediator. We pray about it, and mm-hmm. then they say, look, you better hug me, and we go going to bed, because I'm right. tired. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know what? The word always work it out, because if you let God be the mediator, he will give you the answer, and one of us will be wrong, mm-hmm. because his word going to define it, going to show it, so it might not, because want to be but mm-hmm. the one that's wrong, you have to accept it. After you're wrong, it's telling you have to accept it. Okay, I don't like it because, you know, you have 
Amen. And I think that really he is the mediator between. We don't have nobody depending on for our problems. Sometimes you go to people, and all we can do is direct them to what the word says, because that's, that's exactly what we have to use mm-hmm. to get our problems resolved. Amen. Amen. Um, so, so tell me this. Yes, sir. All right, so what you have for? Well, oh, it's wonderful. I'm loving it. <laughs> but uh, the first and foremost, when did you all meet? When y'all met each other for the first time, what was the mindset? What was on your mind? How did you look at her? And how did you look at him? What was going through your head? Oh, wow. I'm going to the man's point of view on now. Uh-oh. Okay, we was in high school. So you got to understand, we was in high school. So it was way back in high school. And when a man, a uh, uh, young teenage dude, go and look for and a girl, he just <laughs> looking for a girl that looked good. I mean, I wanted to look right. That's all I was thinking. Okay, if she don't look right. I'm not going to hang around there. Well, I'm going to tell you what he did. I'm going to tell you what he did. I'm going to tell it to you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what he did. But what happened was how we really met was we, we didn't see each other at first, really. Um, mm. They had a, a, a guy, you know, I'm finna tell my age now, but we didn't have we didn't have cell phones back then. We had pages, and so what happened is this guy, his grandmother lived next door, and he had broke down, so he came knocking on our door to use the phone. And so when he came in to use the phone, he um he had a friend with him, and his friend I didn't know that they tell jokes on each other and play pranks. And so he told me something that was crazy about him. And he said, well, you, you could call him and kind of pump him up because he's depressed right now because he just <laughs> broke up with his girlfriend and all that stuff. <laughs> and so what I did, I thought about it, and I actually called him. But then when I called him, he knew, of, well, he didn't know about the prank, but he knew what his friend normally do to him. Mm-hmm. And so he told me some choice words. He, he didn't say ugly words but he told me don't be calling me telling me nothing you don't know me and he hung up in my face so that's how, <laughs> so that's how we we met because he ended up calling me back but when he called me back he gave me a false name mm. and so i'm sitting up here trying to figure out who is this i know i didn't give nobody my number who is this so i'm constantly trying to find out who this guy is and so to make a long story short we talked on the phone what three months three three months months, because i'm trying to figure out who he is and then i think he's trying to get me back for you know i'll get the guy back saying well okay well he's gonna put a girl on me i want to see who this girl is Mm. yeah so that's what he did right right (laughs) so then one thing led to another and you know we ended up having the time where i could come by to meet her, her and her pants. Mm. Okay, yeah, because yeah. my mom was very strict. Yeah. But he did something that just blew my mom away. He said that he didn't come to see me, he came to see her. Mm. And when he came to see her, he introduced himself and told his intentions. And at that age, it's like my mom wasn't letting me date nobody. So it's like he came and told his intentions of what he was going to do for me. And even though I wasn't in the room because she wouldn't let me come in there, but, I mean, she won, he won over just by doing that because guys don't really do that. Right, right. That was something different. And that, that just came from um, how I came up. 
you know, really my family, I, I came from a broken up home, and that's mm. something I vowed to do right. And I had planned that, you know, if I ever meet somebody, I was going to act right, I was going to treat them right, I was going to do it the right way because a lot of times guys don't know how to go and meet parents. And I was just right. making this stuff up as I went, but I knew the right thing to do was talk to her parent first. And, mm. and since it was just a mother, I talked to her mom and introduced myself and, you know, told her I, I wanted to see her, see her daughter. But I, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just trying to do it the right way. And mm. so, you know, as a teenager, I knew I had to do that the right way because I didn't want my relationship, if I had one, I didn't know how it was going to turn out. But I didn't want it to turn out like my cousins and uncles and parents or none of that. I didn't want any of that to happen. And so I was going to go at it in a way that I felt like was right, no matter how I did it, no matter how the outcome. So even though I was a teenager, I still was trying to start that relationship off the right way. Right. And so that I guess, you know, 30-some years later, this is where we are from that day. Right. Amen. Amen. Now, yes, now jumping yes, forward, because I'm going to jump a little bit further in into this interview and everything, because usually I would ask about, you know, when is the first time that Mrs. Weber, you saw uh, Mr. Weber cry, but not just cry, but cry within the spirit. You know, when was that first time? Mm -hmm. And also, uh, how did it what was going through your head to see that? You know, what kind of emotions did you have to see your husband, your man, um, the head of the household showing that um, vulnerable uh, state? Oh, wow. Um, well, one, um, hmm, that's kind of touchy there. Right. I guess we have to go back. With, if you're going to the first time, the first the time. first time. About, uh, well, if he, yeah, it probably, it probably was. Yeah, when you say the first time, I mean, it's moments yeah. that that happened that yeah. I know, but as far as the first time, I don't even know if I could yeah, think I'm of the first think, time. Uh, I mean, you get emotional a lot, so right, when right. things go on in your life. And, and yeah, yeah, so we done had a lot yeah, of emotional moments, and I guess, you know, if I if I had to help out and just remember some, I remember, oh, yeah, uh, so I've been saved 20 years, mm -hmm. truly saved, mm -hmm. okay, so... I guess it would be somewhere in that in that early stage when all that happened, and I experienced that, and I uh, I really it probably was during the time because my mom passed away, my grandfather passed away when I graduated. Yeah, mm. yeah. And so I had to experience that, and she was right there then. Mm. And so right after that, um, a lot of things happened. I, well, what um, the thing is, what happened when when I first got saved, and then you know when I started going to to church, my my sister in law, she was real big on that, and she kind of forced me in it. She forced me to go to church, mm -hmm. and you know he wasn't going. We did everything together, but we didn't do that together mm -hmm. because he wasn't ready. And, you know, I went to church and I had this, I mean, this encounter with God. And I wanted him to have that same encounter. So I'm up there and I'm literally 
fussing at him when I get home. You go in the church. You the head of the house. <laughs> you're supposed to do this. The Bible says this. <laughs> and then what happened, the Lord convicted me. It's mm-hmm. like you can't change him. Mm-hmm. You can only change you. Mm-hmm. You get closer to me. And so as I started getting closer to the Lord, I stopped asking him to go to church with me. I started getting, we had two kids at that time. I started getting them dressed for church. And and then one day out of the blue, he said, wait up, I'm going to church. And I was like, you are? I said, Hmm. thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And so he had that encounter. He had that encounter with God. And so that really touched me then. You know, I don't know if I saw him cry, but I know he really changed. I mean, he did a, he was always a good husband, but he did a 360. It's like, Bible reading. I'm taking stuff out the house that don't belong in here. You know, <laughs> kids could not do anything that was degrading to what this word says. So he did a whole turnaround and he started leading the household. And that's what I had been praying for. Right, right. So I guess in those moments, yeah, it was a lot of tears. It was a lot of tears <laughs> happening at that point. Right. Because so everything, so right, right. Because there was so much going on. I mean, you know, I came from uh, not being saved, doing secular music, having a big studio, recording for a lot of different people. And you have to hear the story of that, of how I got saved. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, once it happened, it happened. And mm-hmm. a lot of things changed. I, I mean, I had to give people their masters back so they can finish getting their music done somewhere else. And a lot of people uh, respected what I was doing because I was, you know, I was considered to be like a, a real person. I was honest. You know, I, right. I, I would be who I am. And so they respected me for that. So when God really moved in and, and life, you know, I'm not going to get deeper to the story of how all that happened. <laughs> I never was bad as a parent because the only thing I did that was right, I tell everybody, is my marriage. I said, that's the only thing that I feel like I did right. And I believe God saved me and protected me and spared me because of my marriage. And so now, all these years later, I really understand it because I see it all through the scriptures, how God's covenant is one of the most valuable things that we do while we're here on this earth. And that's Amen. why he said he's coming back for a bride without spot or blemish. And so it's really yeah. deep when I talk to guys about marriage, that they really understand what a marriage is and what it's supposed to be and how it should be respected and treated. And a lot of times we run into um, situations where, the marriages don't work. And, you know, we talk to people who've been married two or three times and Mm -hmm. they wonder what to do and are they held accountable. And I tell them, you know, God forgives everything. I said, but once you learn his word and what you're supposed to do, it don't matter when, when you start, just make sure that you You start, start. make sure that you start. Cause at that point, that's when you, you're going to be held accountable anyway, <laughs> but you need to start when you get the knowledge of what God's word is toward relationships. And mm. so my relationship is a big part of the whole, uh, I guess all of the ministry that we do, all the music, everything that I've done, it all boils down to my relationship. And that's why it's so powerful what me and my wife have, yes. because it came from the relationship. Yes. Amen. It does. It does. Right, so I, I, I don't want to keep going. Man. I want. I want. I want to keep going. I'll talk now. Oh, that's a, hey. That's that's quite all right. I'm learning a lot from y'all, so I appreciate it. You know, thank y'all again for coming on. 
Um, <clears throat> excuse yeah. me. With you all being together for you know over thirty years, the ad- identity has probably settled in, and everybody knows their part, knows their lane, knows what to do. But when you first got together, uh-huh. was there any uh, split within the identity, especially with you? Um, excuse me mr uh weber with you being in music and things of that nature was there ever a loss in identity like okay you know i understand that i'm doing this music but i do have a family to take care of or uh mrs weber you have your husband that's really into the music and he's really well known for that did you feel yourself lost within his own thing or did you have your own thing that you were doing as well no, well, what I do is I always support him in everything that he does. You know, if he tells me something that he's working on, I get on it. I mean, he has a videography company, and when he started that, I said, well, okay, let's make this thing happen. And so we sat down, and we got the plan together, and I said, we're going to work this thing together. Mm-hmm. And so when he started the one-way show, okay, he gave, he, God gave him an idea of that. And I say, okay, I'm getting on board with this. So really, any kind of support he needed, I was right there to encourage and motivate him to be the best him that he can be. And so he did the same thing with me because I did struggle with my identity Mm. uh, as far as not really knowing who I am, not knowing uh, my identity in Christ, and then with the Lord giving him to me, you know, he had it to where, do you know that you are a masterpiece? Do you know that you can do anything that you put your mind to? So uh, really both of us really helped each other. Right. And before, and before I would say, if you go back before I actually got saved, I would say I still was a really good parent because Mm. of how I grew up. It's like my kids could tell you that's it. It was, I worked and took care of my family. That's mm-hmm. it. So I, I was what you would consider. I was a good parent, but that don't make you go to hell. That means I was just a good parent. And people can't mix that up. You know, it's not about that. But I know I was doing everything I could to honor my marriage first, 100% unsaved. I was honoring my marriage, even doing that music. And see, by me doing music, I met my wife, and I was doing it from high school. Mm-hmm. So she came to concerts. I was in a concert with Whitney Houston, and she gave me her mic. I used it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's mm. really, my wife was sitting in the audience, so she saw it. Right. So that means she was my girlfriend then, but she saw me <laughs> with the mic. Whitney gave me her mic to use. So I'm not making it up. It's like this really went on. And so she always been there with everything, and so she supported me from the start. So what I was doing she really was supporting it because I was not uh, not respecting my marriage, not oh. respecting my family. Mm-hmm. I made sure they was involved with whatever I did. I didn't let them listen to a lot of that stuff I was recording and doing for other people. That wasn't even a part. They couldn't do that because some of that stuff wasn't lining up right at all, and I wasn't even saved to do that. Mm. I knew it wasn't something that my kids or family should be involved in. Right. But right. that I, I was honoring and respecting them the whole time. And so she always supported me then. And so once I got saved, it just elevated. Everything took off to a different level level because we already was applying a lot of things that the word said. Uh-huh. But didn't know it. And didn't know it. And then when I got saved, I threw out a lot of garbage that we had that wasn't right. Uh-huh. And I filled it with good food that we needed to eat. And then we everything took off to another level right. because now, 
I'm walking in my my calling. And mm-hmm. so God has already, uh, he said before he formed us in the womb, he knew us. That means yep. he has something planned for you and me and her and everybody else right, to do. And right. we have to learn it. So once you step into it, God is co-signing with you with what you're doing at that point. Mm-hmm. And so you can't help but be successful at it because he ordained you to do these things That's before right. you even came here. Yes. And so a lot of the things that we did, it came behind. I already was applying the principle. And the main one I applied was to my relationship. Mm -hmm. I really honored my relationship and everything else followed. So once I got in tune with what God's word said, it just seemed like it was natural. Things were just happening without me trying to do it. And I said, wow, I think I'm on to something. So we need to talk (laughs) to people about these relationships because relationships is the key. And so the book we have, just what the doctor ordered, it's for marriages, but it's really for all relationships too because people have not just marriages. They have friendships with a guy or girl. And it's not like we say, that's my boy, that's my girl. Well, really, that's a certain kind of relationship. You have to know how to handle that one too. Right. And that's not a marriage, but you can't treat it like a marriage either because it's not your marriage. You know, you don't have nobody... Oh, uh, going out and hanging out with Adam didn't have no boys to go hang out with. And he didn't have no <laughs> girls to go hang out with either. <laughs> and so even though we try to make it like, okay, well, look, there was a different time. No, that was the right time. That was set up. Mm. That was how it was supposed to be. That's when it was established. So exactly. God didn't make a mistake. All this other stuff that's going on now, so, I believe, was just a distraction from the enemy. You know, it's fine to have right. girlfriends, it's right. fine to have male friends, things of that nature. But your home base is what you, you know, is what you put your energy into. Um, because it's just that like right exactly now, right. you know, it's just like right now on social media. There's a lot that's being talked about, about um, submission. All of a sudden, submission mm-hmm. is popping up all over the place. And a lot of people are talking about it because um, Fantasia was uh, quoted, I believe, I'm not going to say it verbatim, but um, I believe she was quoted saying that um, the reason why a lot of women can't find a man is because you don't want to honor your man. You don't want to submit. That's the reason why you can't stay Mm -hmm. married and, you know, and and really stay in relationship and things of that nature. And now I believe she's getting a lot of backlash for that. Um, What do y'all think about that? Well, I believe that first, um, it's not about just honoring your man or your wife or your girl. It's honoring God first. That's you right. have to put God in his place. <laughs> and so when you put him in his place, first you have to believe in God first anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you believe in God and you believe he is who he says he is, and you believe that's his word that he left us here, so first we have to get there. And if you believe that, then now look into his word and see how are you supposed to live. Mm-hmm. Not how... Is the other person supposed to live? How are you supposed to live? Right. Are you supposed to carry yourself a certain way? Are you supposed and then everything else is gonna fall in place. But if I get into a relationship saying that I'm just just supposed to um 
submit to my wife. No, I submit to God. Mm. And then I'm automatically going to be submitting to my wife. That's right. Because I will be doing exactly what he said we're supposed to do, which will be submission when it's time. Right. But mm. if I go into the relationship thinking just submit, well, I'm starting off the wrong way because I need to know who I'm supposed to submit to, mm. which is God first. Right, because some marriages, it's like a dictation. Right. And they, they take that scripture out of content about the submission. Mm. You know, I submit to him as he submits to Christ. That's right. As he do what the word says, you know, I'm not going to, if he's going to rob a bank, I'm not robbing a bank <laughs> with him because that's not what my dad is saying I'm supposed to be doing. So I'm supposed to submit to the Lord as he and then I'm submitting to him as he submits to the Lord. Right. And so that's how our relationship is working because I honor him, you know, mm -hmm. because that's what the Lord tells me I'm supposed to do. And with dictation, a lot of people get that submission and dictation. They they bunch that up mm -hmm. to where it's the same. It's not the same. Right. So dictating you can't do this and you're not gonna do this. You have to submit to me because I'm the man. I'm, this is you supposed to do this. And no, mm. that's not what it's supposed to be like. It's supposed to be, I'm supposed to follow him, you know, but I'm following him as he's following Christ. Amen. Right, right. Because you can't do things to violate God's word. So you can get to where you start taking um, things out of context to where you become God. Mm. And mm -hmm. I can't become God. And so what happens is a man can't become God. That's so right. if he tried to become God in his house, he is the head of his house, That's but right. he is not God. God Amen. is the God of everything. Right. And so he is the head. So we have, and so if we don't see, and then it's easy for us to allow pride to step in because mm -hmm. we mean, and mm -hmm. Satan know he can use that because we, we get hard. We get to where we don't want to look like we soft. We don't want to feel like we're being <laughs> uh, walked on and stepped yeah. on and mistreated. And so then pride kicks in. Mm -hmm. So we have to be careful because Satan's right there. And right. so we have to be aware of that. You know what? You got to be soft and you got to be hard. That's right. You got to be all of it. And so you can't be rough and rugged all the time because that don't work either. Right. And so you have to learn how to follow God's word and you can learn how to be the right man and wife. Because ladies have to submit, too. I mean, men have to submit, too. We, right. we both have to submit. It's not 50-50. It's 100-100. It's so she right. has to be all in. And what I tell people about relationships, I say, you know what? You have to be ready to get hurt. Mm -hmm. You have to submit yourself to be vulnerable, to get hurt. And if you're not ready to do that, you're not ready to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Because you have to be ready to know that everything is out in the open, you are vulnerable. You can get hurt. Now you're open for the relationship. But a lot of people don't. And then once you've been hurt, you've been in these relationships, now you got to shield up because you're guarding yourself. Yes. You don't like the way that feels. Yes. You don't like the way that feels to be hurt. And once you get that feeling, even though we try to uh, say that we not like that, Nobody want to be hurt. Right. And if you've been hurt once and you've been hurt again and you've been hurt again, well, you know what? You are watching everything now. You're protecting yourself. You're not going to let it happen again because it don't feel good. Right. You know, let me hit you on the toe with a hammer. You're not going to be letting me hit you again with that hammer. <laughs> you're going to say, wait, hold up. You got the hammer in your hand. 
and you close by my toe. I know what that felt like. And yes, that's yes, what yes. we're dealing with. And and so that's what causes relationships to struggle because when you go in, you better be ready to be all in. That's Amen. Right. And, and Amen. when you have different relationships, it's a lot harder because you're bringing other baggage with you. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, before I let y'all go, because right. I don't want to keep y'all up all night long, because I know y'all have a lot to do in the morning <laughs> and everything. But uh, before I let you go, there's something else I have to say to to let you know that I do pay attention to your podcast. Um, what's in your okay. tool? What's in your tool bag, Mrs. Weber? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. You just have to trust in the Lord with all of your heart, right. mm. not some of it, all of your heart. Right. And don't lean to your own understanding. You have to make it a point. When you getting off track to where you getting off into emotions and stuff, go back to what the word says. That's right. Speak him with your whole heart. Speak him with your life because that's your lifeline. That's right. That's right. I mean, that's a big tool right there. That's right. Yeah, yeah Boy, that, that is. Tool right there. That is. I, yeah, I love yeah, it. You know, I love it. God first. <laughs> Man, I just got to say this. Um, you really filled my heart, both of y'all. I love, I genuinely really love y'all relationship. I hear the love and I feel Amen. the love that y'all, <clears throat> excuse me, that y'all have in between each other. I mean, it's outstanding. Even when I was listening to uh, Mr. Weber's music, uh, he has a couple of cuts on there that he was talking about you, Mrs. Weber. And I was sitting there like, wow, I can, <laughs> I mean, it's almost like, I don't know, but it's almost like she was sitting there in the studio and you were looking at her while you were, you know, while you were saying these things. And it's just like oh, when if you, you, if you if, I don't want to cut you off. I oh, you're fine. You off, but if you if you if you listen to that song mm. that I wrote, "Flesh of My Flesh of My Wife," yeah, that is all true. Everything mm. you hear, uh-huh, if you hear, it, it's all detailed. <laughs> I walk through that thing from the beginning to the end. And when I say, if you want to know anything about our relationship, how it happened, what happened, just listen to that song. And it will walk you through it from the beginning mm. to I think I made it to our kids graduate. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it, it'll walk you all the way through. But that's real. That song is real. That's yeah. real. I, and I have that song and loaded I too. I did that before. Yeah. And I have that song loaded too. So uh, we're definitely at again. But that you know, I just wanted to let y'all know, man. Y'all really have a beautiful relationship. You can really tell that God anointed y'all, put y'all together for a reason to go out and touch others to other, you know, relationships. And um, I would love to have y'all back again. You know, when there, whenever y'all time is free, I would love to have y'all back, you know, to to talk again and just speak on different situations. Um, because, well, before I let you go, one last thing. What is the um, the common denominator in a lot of relationships that you see that uh, people come to you and talk about? Oh, not listening. Yeah. Mm. Not, not listening. That's first. That not communication. Listening. Communication. Not listening because everybody clam up and they get scared. I think they get threatened. And so one person can get quiet and don't say nothing. 
Mm-hmm. And then that causes the problem because you have to stay communicating. Right. And we even did a little uh, test with one couple that came up. You know, I told them, I said, you got some homework. I need you to write a letter and you tell your spouse what you want to say. And she was so excited. She wrote a whole uh, whole <laughs> notebook, look like. And I said, well, okay. I said, now turn to him. And I said, and open it up, look in his face and read it to him. She said, what? I said, yeah, that's the person that you're with. You need to read it to him. And so she opened it up. She looked at him, and she read the letter to him. And now practice this daily. Mm-hmm. Whatever you have to talk to him about, he's not your enemy. That is your, that's your companion. That's who the Lord has you with. So mm-hmm. speak to him like, okay, I have this on my mind. Spend that quality time talking to each other. That's right. And so that's what we tell couples. Right. You have to communicate. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's, right. that's, that's the, the main thing, I think, communication. Yeah, that's the number one thing that I um that I spoke to my wife about um, when we first met because I told her I was in relationships whereas the communication always seemed to break down or we were always fussing uh-huh. back and forth with each other. But I told her from the beginning, you know, that's the thing that I'm standing on with this is that we have to be able to speak to each other. We have to be able to communicate right. with each that's other right. because we can't, you know, talk to each other then – we don't know what each other is thinking. You can't just go around thinking yeah, that right. I'm going to just all of a sudden do what you think I should do. I mean, I'm going to do my best to satisfy, you know, what we need to do within our relationship. But if you don't speak to me, how am I supposed to know? And, yeah, that's what I feel that that's right. the problem with right. a lot of relationships. And like you were saying before, um, Mr. Weber, is that. excuse me, a lot of relationships, even just friendships, you know, even friendships and things, the communication is not hardly there a lot of times. So a lot of people get offended off of certain things. And it's like, dude, if you don't talk about it, you know, how are you supposed to know how to, you know, communicate with the person or reciprocate whatever is going on? So, yeah, I agree with that. Right. 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 That's number one. Number one. And that's that. That leads to disaster all the time. There's no talking. Everybody get quiet. And before you know it, now you're getting distant. Once you get hmm. quiet, don't you know, um, when, when you get distant, you get further and further away from a sound, and then all of a sudden you can't hear it no more. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that's what happens. And they get further and further away from each other until they start getting a faint noise, and then they don't hear each other at all anymore. Yeah. Then that's when you're in a bad place. So you stay close to each other so you can talk right in each other's face. Mm-hmm. You need to be communicating from close range. <laughs> and then watch the tone. Don't scream. Talk to each other. That's right. Amen. That's right. So uh like I said, man, I'm gonna let y'all I'm gonna let y'all go, but uh Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Really, really, really thank y'all for coming on. You know, I, it was oh, a pleasure. Thank you. Thank yeah, you for your support. We it was, had a good time. <laughs> you know, yeah. we really appreciate what you're doing. We respect what you're doing. And, man, you got our support. Keep up the good work. Mm-hmm. And I pray that what you're doing is successful. I pray that your marriage is blessed, your household blessed. I pray that you financially blessed. And That's I pray right. that you go home and you and your wife get on a whole nother level because, God is in relationships. He wants a relationship with us, and he blessed you to have a relationship with somebody else for a reason so you can learn what it is to be in one with him. And so perish your relationship. If I can leave you with anything, respect and honor.
of your marriage because God is looking at it and he will bless you through your marriage. That's right. Amen. Amen. Appreciate it. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> what we're going to do right now is we're going to jump into that joint right there, that flesh of Doc Flesh. And uh, check that out, and then we'll be right back. My man Slim Feezy is on the line, so we're going to chop it up with him a little bit. And we'll be right back with more Rep Your City Praise Radio right here on Rapture Ready Radio. Let's go. If a battle coming, me and her end up in it I don't even worry, cause I know that we gon' win it She vowed to be with me for as long as I live Can't believe that God made her out of just one reason 
rib. A match made in heaven, and I knew it from the start. She didn't only take my rib, she even took my heart. The devil bought drama, the devil bring pain. But God bought my wife and called her a good thing. Forever, forever, we gon' be together. My wife know I love her, cause I show her and I tell her. Some things come quick and some things leave fast. But me and my wife have something that gon' last. If we don't have money, we still don't suffer. Cause what we think about is that we got each other. Hey, I'm Ben, a.k.a. BS3, host of the Weekend Wrap-Up Show and BS3 Sports Show. Great content, great guests, talking each and every sport, and you never know who will be on the show. So check it out and follow Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Radio. Also, you can hear it on Rapture Ready Radio. Let's go. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's right, that's right, we are back, and uh, yeah, man, make sure y'all check out BS3 Sports, man, it's airing every uh, Tuesday and then Wednesday at 3 p.m., it airs right here on Rapture Ready Radio, so man, it's a great show, so make sure you uh, check out our schedule and uh, check them out, and once again, man, I just uh, send out major shout out to the Webbers. Um, y'all just don't know, man, that, that really fills my heart up to listen to, uh, couples that have been together for that long, 34 years, over 30 years, and, um, so strong in the Lord and so strong within each other with their marriage and the love, man, so you can hear it, and that's what I strive to have, man, most definitely with all my relationships, just to, you know, be and have that, uh, great bond with the person that I'm with, so, amen to that, so, ladies and gentlemen, my man, my man, my brother, Slim Feezy's on the line. What's up, bro? bro? What's happening, bro? You got it, man. Bless, bless, bless. Hey. Yeah. Yes, 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 hey. man. So, uh, yes. you you got something for us, man? Yeah, man. I just want to put my guy, man, uh, preacher man, out there, man. Uh, Pastor Yeah, 
Amen, amen, amen. So uh yeah, man, come um October's coming right around the corner, man. Any in um independent artists, any artist period that are listening to the show, if you're interested in becoming an artist or a guest on the show, make sure you hit us up, man. Send us a message on our Facebook page or send any one of us an individual message and we will get back to you. We will get the time booked up and everything. Uh, I believe the first Wednesday in October is already booked. Um, so all the other dates are, are wide open. But um, yeah, man, so hit us up so we can go ahead and get this October, you know, filled up as well. So um, could we have October, November, and then like I posted December, we're going to be taking a break. Uh, we're going to take a rest and then we'll be back for the beginning of the new year, January. So, uh, so yeah, December, we're taking a break the whole month of De- December. So, uh, as well, well needed. <laughs> We've been working and grinding, yeah. man. So definitely everybody needs to spend some time with their family in the, you know, during the holidays and things of that nature and stuff. Don't have to worry about cramming in a show or anything, but, um, let me see. And remember, September 28th is our one-year anniversary right here on Rapture, I mean, on Rep Your City is our one-year anniversary. So, and it it, it, is really hitting me now that we've been doing this show for a year. This is actually my second show that God has blessed me to be able to do for a full year. And it just amazes me because, you know, uh, Rep the King I did that for a full year, and now God has blessed me to be able to do Rep Your City for a full year as well. So, you know, I'm just praying that I'm we're, we are able to continue <laughs> for year two, three, four, five, and just allow God to build it, man. Most definitely. So, um, but just to hey, let y'all, this my first show ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you've been here with me, rolling. <laughs> my boy been rolling shoot so i'm I'm happy that you accepted the invitation man and come on the show and do it with me oh yeah man i'm i'm down i'm down man hey yes 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 man um just just a quick side note man i know this is this is not gospel related but a quick side note one of my favorite mcs and there's been a little sputtering around that he's about to, he may be coming out with some new new material. So uh, I'm just letting y'all know right now, man. This brother is not a gospel artist. He is a secular artist. But he's one of the dopest secular artists out there to me. So I'm letting y'all know now. <laughs> if you look at my Spotify page... And he did drop some new stuff. Yes, you are going to see Andre 3000 on my Spotify list. Oh, Andre. <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard about that, man. So I feel yeah yeah I, I keep hearing about it and i keep seeing posts about it so i'm sitting there like are you serious dude come on man that that brother know he been right. having folks waiting for a minute i actually this is a quick story right. a quick story and then i'm gonna um play the last song and then we're gonna be out of here quick story i used to live in georgia I used to actually live in Lithonia, Georgia, the same area where uh, what K Few was living in. 
And um, I had a house out there and everything, but this is when I was much younger and money was really coming in at that time. So <laughs> God blessed the family at that, you know, around that time we were really blessed. But I used to work for a T-Mobile and the T-Mobile location that I worked at, Andre 3000, actually came in that store, came in that location. And I had to wait on him. So I was speaking to him, talking to him. In his information, pulling up his T-Mobile account, he gave me his credit card, Andre Benjamin on the credit card and everything. I'm sitting there like, dude, when he left, I mean, I spoke to him and everything. When he left, I'm sitting there like, I can't believe I wasn't more tongue-tied than what I was when I was speaking to him. But, I mean, that's just like, dude, for whatever reason, that cat has always been one of my top-tier MCs because... His lyrical content, yes, he may curse sometimes, but he makes you think. That brother makes you think when he's spitting. So, you know, that's that's just, yes, yes, he's always been, man, always been. So I'm just letting y'all know, so don't go around saying, oh, Orlando listening to Andre 3000. Hey, I warned you. I told you already. So And I'm not going to apologize. All depends. Now, if he has some, if he has some devilish music coming out and stuff like that, then nah, I ain't gonna listen to it. But you know, nine times out of ten, his stuff is gonna be on the level. So, yeah, I'm, I'm right, probably, yeah, I know I'm, a, I'm gonna peep it out at least once. So I'm just letting y'all know. Period. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, hey, there you go, man. I warned you. Shoot, fair warning. At least some people don't even warn you. <laughs> That's what, you're right. You're right. That's true. Oh, man. Um, I got to give my major yeah. shout out to the Rep Your City family, man. The RYC Praise family. Uh, Yul Netta. Uh, DJ Jimmy Hustle. DJ Miss Eclectic. Danielle Speaks. Uh, my boy, yeah. Good Friday. And last but definitely, definitely not least, yeah. my man, Ricardo Mitchell. That brother be putting in work, work, work. So a uh, major shout out to the whole family, man. Um, and also major shout out to all the family over there on uh, Rapture Ready Productions putting out that heat. If y'all have not gotten the solution by Yul Netta, you're sleeping, wake on up. If you haven't gotten uh, goon, God's Goons by uh, BRM, you're sleeping. You need to wake up. You need to go out there and get um, Kingdom State of Mind by our man Mike Carter. Um, also, Jay Dunn, what up, brother? Go out there and get The Boat by um, by uh, his name. And, uh, man, I'm telling you. And also, they got new artists that they just signed as well. So, be on the lookout and check out his uh, video, man. The video's dope. So, I believe his name is King Trolley. Yeah. So, make sure you check that out, man. So, major love, major shout out to that family over there, man. Doing big things, big things. So, um, let me see. Yeah, the last joint of tonight, we're going to keep it um, in the in the family of doc no and uh this joint is called deliverance so we're going to end the show with deliverance and we will be back friday even if i don't have a couple i don't know what what happened there but even if i don't have a couple for friday 
we still will have a show Friday. So make sure y'all tune in because I have a lot of great new music that I haven't had a chance to play on this show. Um, because we got that new joint by Ray Knowledge, uh, a new joint by Bizzle. Uh, shoot, we got a lot of new new cuts, man. So make sure y'all tune in and get ready for that. And then we're just going to chop it up a little bit and have a good old time. It's going to be a party, man. It's going to be a praise party. So make sure y'all come on through. Come on through, you know, get yourself some Kool-Aid, you know, get you some sodas, water, whatever you drink. You know, the drinks are flowing. No alcohol. (laughs) uh, And we'll give you the, hey, there you go. We'll give you the number. You can call in. You can chop it up along with us, man. So feel free. The numbers, the line is always open. So feel free. But, um, all right, brother, I'm going to let you go for the night, man, and uh, we'll chop it up Friday. Yeah, man, chop it up Friday, man. Y'all be blessed, man. <laughs> all right, all right. So check it out. Oh, yeah, make sure you hit up my man Slim Feezy's website. Get your clothes on. Get your clothes cracking and lacking. And also, if you want to rep your city yeah. and pop your collars and rep your city, go ahead and go to our Rep Your City website as well, man. Um, all the money that we get from the Rep Your City website is actually going back into the show. So we're trying to get a web. We're trying to get a real website built. And also, um, I'm trying to get an app built for the station. So uh, all that costs money. So definitely. <laughs> And um, also, you know, we're trying to we're trying to slide a couple of bucks in, you know, a couple of people's pockets that's been really helping us out pro bono. So, you know, watch out for your brothers. Watch out yeah. for your fam over here, man. So we have hats, sweatshirts, T-shirts, baby bibs, little bibs for your dog, uh, cell phone covers, coffee mugs. So, yeah, go ahead and rip your city straight away. So. All right. Last, and like I said, we're going to play this Deliverance joint by Doc No, and uh, we'll see y'all Friday, and we out. Let's go. From 2,000 years ago But I'ma keep preaching it though Until I just can't Cause you know I can't control The way that everybody thinks Still you know it feels funny sometimes The thought crosses my mind About the people who just might get left behind I always have compassion When I'm thinking about my people You won't make it to heaven Being wicked or doing evil But you know what? I still try to get my point across Cause I'm on a mission And my mission is to win the loss Or try to save them Cause God made me a disciple For a reason this season But when Jesus comes back I'm leaving. I hope I can't complete the job that God has set before me. A lot of my people listen, but a lot of them ignore me. I would hate to go to heaven by myself, huh? But you could bet that I don't plan to be the one that's getting left at home or at work. I talk about a lot of church. You looking at me funny, but I'm putting God first. So, man, don't think I'm crazy. I'm just trying to get you in. Because when I get to heaven, we going to see who crazy then. Deliver us. I need deliverance. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Now if you open up your eyes, then you just might see that I'm trying to save your soul, so pay attention to me. Cause some things that you do, it sometimes makes me wonder. I wonder what kind of wicked spell that you be under. People try to tell me that I'm acting too churchy, but really for the Lord, man, I'm just hungry and I'm thirsty. Just because you don't want to go out there and witness, don't you stop me, won't you just mind your own business? If you die today, tell me where you gonna go. Tell me, do you even know? Tell me, are you even show? Just pretend to be a Christian. Go ahead and clown and watch a lightning bolt gonna come and strike you down. You don't wanna get saved and don't wanna go through it. Well, just tell the truth and say that you don't wanna do it. That way, when my Lord and Savior Jesus comes back and you end up in hell, it won't be no questions asked. Huh? Same-sex marriages, I know they can't be serious. Go and read the 18th chapter of Leviticus. And when you go and read, man, you need to believe that it's Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve. The enemy be tricking you, but see, he can't fool me. Cause I know that Lisa not supposed to marry Lucy. See, it's not the truth because it's nothing but a lie. Cause how they gonna be fruitful and then multiply huh, But y'all don't wanna listen And so you be missing All of the blessings that I know the word be given You don't wanna hear it and I know But guess what? My job is to preach it to you raw and uncut You know I'm telling the truth But y'all don't wanna hear it How can a homosexual usher in the Holy Spirit? It ain't gonna happen See, that's why I'm rapping I ain't got time for all that faith falling out and clapping What's happening? Where the Spirit of the Lord is See where the Spirit Set free. Set free. Set free. Yeah. Where the spirit of the Lord is, the spirit 